God doesn't make the world this way. We do. You really feel normal. You really feel normal. When you seem to understand, you see, you see. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You're Locked In Here With Us, a Watchmen podcast. I am your host, Blaze Hopkins, and I am joined tonight by my co-host, Garrett Hopkins, and we are going to be doing our instant reaction for the wild episode 7 of Watchmen. Um, I don't even remember the title of it, which I'm going to look up now. Something because, about... Uh, an Almost Religious All. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, dude, let's just jump into it. Hit me. What? How did you feel about this episode? It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, this was... I feel like this was, in a way... For me, it was a really frustrating episode, at least, until, like, the very end when it became probably the most satisfying episode of Watchmen yeah. that we've had. So I was, I was like, really, like, after last episode, I was so ready for shit just to pop off and see what was going to happen with Angela and kind of see how, you know, the effects of what she learned had a ramification on her and all all this stuff and it really was like an, another slow paced episode but we got a lot of interesting information at the end so they, we i think like, it was all worth it because exactly i agree because with two episodes left now a penultimate like shit is gonna pop off and we know exactly what's going down essentially yeah finally um, we know like what the plan is yeah for so basically the cavalry uh somehow figured out that cal was dr manhattan and they're going to capture and kill him and then turn themselves at least senator keen but it, i thought he implied like that they were basically going to turn like all of the cavalry members into manhattans yeah, it kind of sounded like that's what. Um, it's so hard. That's being what Lady White Man said, in America. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So hard. It's psychopaths. I love yeah. how. I love how. I like love that exchange with him and Lori and how he's like, how she's basically like, you know, you don't need to tell me basically the whole backstory about how you guys are like racist fucks. And then he's like, oh, we're not racists. He's like, but it is tough being a white man in america and the scales have tipped i was just like okay. we're not racist and then <laughs> this, proceeds this to guy. say we just we just want to go back to when racism was cool you know yeah like this guy uh, yeah but yeah i'm like between that and then um i think also obviously pretty clear that lady true is going to her millennium clock is an empathy bomb um i feel like that was all but confirmed essentially uh, yeah i agree which is exciting because there's I'm like trying to put together right now. I think my biggest thing is I'm now trying to organize like who knows what. And like I'm trying to fill in like I think my biggest thing I'm so excited for next week because as the preview showed, like we're finally going to that's going to fill in, you know, 
and lead it up to basically those cavalry members, I think, like breaking into uh, Angela's house or whatever. Right. Uh, because clearly we're going to get the backstory to Dr. Manhattan. I have so many questions like, when did he come back? Why did he decide to come back? Like, at what point did he. We need. Like, this is. This is, I think. This will be the defining moment uh, for Lindelof and, like, making. I think making or breaking this show. Like, when I. And. What I mean is, when I look back on this show, I already love it. Like, I've, I've stated how last week was my favorite episode of the year. This show is easily, like, my favorite show of the year. And uh, I am able to just kind of accept it for what it is. I think that whatever everything they've done so far has just justified this show as its own thing. And everything that they have chosen to do in terms of connecting it to the original graphic novel has been pretty much perfect in my opinion like the hooded justice stuff uh the use of lori and so on but i think that this will be the make or break moment for a lot of people is like if they can stick the landing of the dr manhattan story and the justification behind this crazy plan of his yeah, I think they have to. The fact um, that he's now, we know he's like the central, just what his power is pretty much the central, I guess, like force for at least the, you know, the cavalry or whatever, who it's like, we've kind of been trying to figure out what they're doing this entire time, whether it's another terrorist attack. We now know it has to deal directly with Dr. Manhattan. So the fact that they're bringing him back into it on that large of a scale shows that you know they're they're kind of putting all their cards on the table here with them, and they mm-hmm. they have to get it right because it can go wrong. Like I could see it being like, oh okay, like this isn't really true to his character. He removed himself from Earth, and that was the last we heard about him. And he was gonna go, you know, live amongst himself and try to go create life. And for some reason, he came back, and we have to know why now. Um. So, and then I guess also we can kind of. I'm going to jump to the assumptions of right now that uh, the Dr. Manhattan on Mars is obviously like basically just mimicking Topher um, and his movements or whatever. Okay, that makes sense. And and then the only other thing that I'm still just like is how what is the end game for Ozymandias for Adrian? Yeah, I think we barely I feel like we got like the least helpful bit of information about him this episode out of everything we've seen it's always kind of advanced his plot a little bit yeah and now we haven't really got any true information for two full episodes essentially so now it's like what so he's in court okay i don't even know why they have this power over him like how can't why doesn't he just kill them all and you know go free he's crying now like yeah. I'm just I'm a little confused by that. That's I am yeah, I am very confused um just because yeah, I think well, so he was in court for a full year. So um yeah. I almost wondered to me my initial like reaction to that uh, <laughs> that whole scene was I feel like him probably like sitting in court for an entire year day after day just going through like the same bullshit that didn't leave to him being charged guilty or whatever um and kind of having to like 
day after day, like relive hearing about everything he's done and stuff. Not that he regrets anything he's done, but I feel like just after sitting there for a year, it was the first time he actually like put his ego aside and was like, I'm like a fucking loser. Or like what, like where, what is my life? What is my life turned into? Hmm. And it was like, okay. I feel like that, I feel like that was the first time we saw his character at, like defeated basically. Yeah, and, I could, you're probably right. Um, Cause think about like, he was able to go what, like eight years at this point of like, you know, pursuing his plan to get at, to get off the planet and everything. And it's like. He put all of that effort in, and even that, after eight years, like, of knowing he was in this prison and stuff, and slowly figuring out, like, this world, he mentally didn't break, and then it was just like, what the fuck? The clones, like, these idiot clones got me. Yeah, I, I so we still need to learn a lot more about why he's there, and kind of who these clones are, and why they have any th- any sort of authority over him. Because it seemed like they didn't really have much at all, but I have, now... I know. have one guess for you. One okay. theory. One theory. Do you think that uh, Vite is Lady True's father, and that is why she conveniently... And that maybe uh, somebody else has been recreated as Vite, the way she cloned and is recreating her mother? Hmm... She, I don't know. Is this something you just made up, or is this uh, there, is yes. there like some weight? No, no, no. This, no. Okay. this is just me spitballing right now because um, she obviously idolizes him to a very extreme point, you know, and like has a statue of him and everything. Okay, maybe and she just inherited keep, his business, and it keeps throwing me off how like certain transitions in the show go from him to like that statue. Yeah. As if it is, like, a... And to me, like, it almost feels like a glorification of, like, of the past. As if it's a... Mon- like, again, it's, like, representing who he was. And, like, now that he's, quote-unquote, dead or whatever. Hmm. So, I'm... Tr- and, again, I'm just spitballing. But I just thought it was interesting that she specifically... Angela specifically brought up, like, what about your father? And she was like, oh, like, he'll be here, too. Right. So do you think that the the Adrian that we're seeing is just a clone then? No, is that what I, you're don't, I don't know. I'm saying like maybe his entire story is building up to like somehow having like worked with her and this or maybe he is still alive and like he hasn't been recloned yet and that they're going to reveal like I don't know. I honestly I'm just like I said, I just wanted to throw it out there. Yeah. I could see that being the case. You, um, I feel like now that they've introduced cloning, you can go so many different directions with that. So we'll have to see. I honestly did think that during his trial scene, uh, when they like were like, we're going to get a jury that's more you know on your level or whatever, I thought it was going to be a bunch of like clones of him. Then That's kind of what my... I thought there was just going to... I don't know why. That's the feeling I got. But it was just like some pigs running in, which I thought was pretty good. But... Yeah, I did too. I can see that being the case. We'll see. I think there's... I, I don't know how much I want to speculate on that at the moment. Just no, no, because no. there's... I, like I said, yeah, I wanted to just at least float the idea into the atmosphere right now. Okay. Just so if it happens just, to be true, we can say Yeah, right. yeah. I'm curious how they would kind of pull it all off because, again, there is still so much, like 
gap that would be needed to be filled in. I don't know if we necessarily have enough time, uh, especially with the focus now purely on Manhattan and kind of like the end game. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, something else interesting I want to point out is uh, um, I just have the uh, post episode Reddit thread open. Okay. And apparently, so somebody asked like the, what the point of, or kind of if there was any significance to the book that Cal was reading. Right. I was about to look that up. Called uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know like what the context is, but there's just a quote somebody responded with that says, the world is a fine place and worth the fighting for, and I hate very much to leave it. Uh, well, there you go. I think that's all you need to know. Um, Especially and, if that's like a famous quote from the book or something. Yeah. I mean, maybe I mean, yeah, Dr. Manhattan realized, you know, he did spend his a lot of his life on Mars, as we heard in the you know, closing credits. Um, and maybe he realized that life is, pr- I think if yeah, it is humanity as simple is, as there is more like, to yeah, humanity. I, th- I, th- I could, for me, all I need is basically for him to have realized that while like going further is great. Like I could see it basically being like, he found no other life and basically like there was no point in creating life in, like say like the Crookshanks and Mr. Phillips of the world, but getting authentic, like randomized, unpredictable human life, like that is precious, you know? And Yeah, I could see that. And if it basically like he I could see him kind of saying like he tried, you know, he explored but nothing ever came and like he could never pull off the kind of beautifully magical thing that is human life. Yeah, so I, I I would like that. I would appreciate that. So now he's trying to come back and help us out again. Um, I think he's gonna die. I do think he's gonna be killed. Hmm. Because because, uh, one in the preview for next episode, it seems pretty clearly in his godlike ability. He's like, this is why I love you because even though I know you can't save me, and like, that you won't accept that basically, and mm-hmm. you're still gonna try. Uh, I also think that it would be very fitting to close off this uh, kind of saga of Watchmen in terms of the graphic novel and this show with the cavalry achieving killing Dr. Manhattan, but then uh, basically not finishing replicating him, either not being able to do it or not doing it in time before Lady True like sets off her thing. And basically, we are left with a world that kind of goes back to normalcy. Like, there's no more God to, like, believe in. Like, God, the God is dead, and it yeah, I think falls I think back that, onto humans. If that makes sense, like yeah, oh, definitely. I think that plays a lot into what we talked about a couple of weeks ago about Lindelof saying how this could be his only season. Yes. So it's like that would definitely make it seem like. A one and done. Like, there almost wouldn't have to be an, another yeah. season of Watchmen, which I'm sure there will be, because a lot of people like this show, but I could see it in that way being more of, um, like, a, you know, chronicled-type TV show, where yeah. each season is kind of a different story that doesn't flow from one season to the next. And if they killed Dr. Manhattan, that would be a pretty big 
exclamation point on this story. And I don't yeah. know how you'd follow that up. Unless I think it's it like, also, to me, yeah. it kind of fits his ideas and statements of, um, of how the graphic novel is Old Testament and this is New Testament. Like, yeah, essentially, <laughs> you know, when you take that literally, like, that is all there is to the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like now looking back on it, obviously, and kind of thinking more about what that statement could have meant. Um, yeah, maybe it's just like, hey, I had this idea of how to kind of wrap up, I guess, what he what Alan Moore sort of like put out into the world. Right. Because there always was kind of the loose end of Dr. Manhattan, like just going out and living on Mars. You know, it it was an ending of sorts, but it wasn't well, even Adrian, as finite. Even Vite, too. Even yeah, Vite. too. And like, yep. cause we, cause again, we get like the graphic novel is amazing, but as you've seen, you know, we are, we, the graphic novel only looks at the most direct, um, point of view mm-hmm. and it just, it, it's an amazing, it, again, it's like the bet, one of the best, if not the best graphic novels out there, but yeah, it kind of just leaves you with like Vite gets away with it to an extent, you know, Manhattan leaves and these other people just like Lori and uh, Dan night out, like basically just have to live with what they know. And yeah. it, in a weird way, like, yeah, it really doesn't conclude a, a lot of the stuff it creates, I guess. Mm-hmm. And while it presents an incredible idea and story, um, yeah, I really love that there's this follow-up in a very broad... They've given us a very broad follow-up to the world, which has been the best part about the show. So Yeah, it's honestly not really what I was expecting. Like, on reflection, I, I'm not sure if this is what I thought the show was going to be like. Um, it's... I, I don't know. It's just a little different. I'm not sure exactly how, but it's it doesn't feel like the graphic novel as much as i thought it would which i think is a good thing i think there's somewhat of a like less emphasis on um on the the vigilantes in a way like really we've only seen sister night and then you know looking glass we've got a little bit of and besides that there's not really any current ones that we know or that we've learned about too much and you know that's that's fine but it is what it is, I guess. I, I like it. It's just a little different than what I expected. I'm also really curious. Um, I hope we find out what the deal was with the elephant. So. I have a, I yeah. have a guess. Okay. So I'm curious if it's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, just with elephants, like it has to do something with. Their memory like, capacity. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you always hear the thing like an elephant never forgets or whatever. It's like, yeah. how do you get an elephant to not move? They say, like, you put a, a rope around its foot and, like, peg it into the ground for one day, and then they just never try to escape again because they remember that, and they, like, never forget that one instance huh. of, like, trying to escape. So I'm not – I don't know if that's true or not, but it has to do something. Like, maybe they're – I thought it was just kind of, like – I feel like what's happening is that – so I think what we figured out was, like, from the context clues is that Will – um, and this might be like almost a little spitballing on, I think how things could end, 
I think that the when people decide or Lady True decides she is going to clone somebody, um, because like the body obviously withers away before I assume before she uh, can recreate it or at least take maybe she needs the current body to as like a base you know to recreate it or like okay. so maybe the elephants are used as like a holding period for the memory portion and so maybe will when he mentioned he only had like three days left or whatever oh, was literally yeah. that he was going to die and uh and right now he's being cloned and maybe as if the season ends assuming angela survives uh maybe the last thing is there's a little kind of orphaned clone of will and angela has to like that's a good thought and yeah, that I, would be like a very obviously again you know it's like this grandfather that she hated and didn't know existed like she'll get to know him in a way right yeah that'd be cool i could definitely see that being the case hmm yeah I, I would like that idea that'd be but i agree i think that the elephant thing i think they that's like it looks weird obviously but it, it is like the kind of what you said with the memory thing be it's like the the only way she can kind of the only body or like mind however it is like to hold memories properly yeah totally i think you're probably pretty spot on there or the at top, least it's a good guess the top comment on the reddit thread is uh <laughs> is like cersei didn't get elephants because watchman took the, uh, the budget for oh them. shit there you go <laughs> yep that was definitely like one of the last things i expected at first i was like is this a like a fucking squid or something like i wasn't quite sure what they uh, were i thought it was too yeah maybe they did that on purpose but then i was like oh no it's an elephant and then i was instantly like oh yeah elephants memories and then i kind of thought about i was like do elephants have good memories bad memories and then yeah i was like no they have good memories because i remember hearing about like the the rope and stake thing or whatever a while ago for like circus elephants so we know Looking Glass is alive, and he's a badass, and he just fucking killed everybody immediately. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, um, I assume that he obviously is going to be the one to break. He's the other wild card, because he has to be in that, that mall, obviously. Like, he knows mm-hmm. where it is. He now has a mask. Yeah. And he's definitely breaking Lori out. Yeah. Um, this is going to be fun, dude. This is It's going to be some wild shit's going to go down. Yeah, like I said, I was a little worried or kind of... It was a good episode. Like, it wasn't bad by any means. I think even, like, the slowest episodes of the show have been entertaining and good television. But for it being, you know, the third to last episode, I was really expecting it to be more of... Not, like, action-packed, but just a little bit more fast-paced. And I was a little bit bored through it, even though I was still interested and you know hooked on it but the obviously the last like 10 minutes or maybe even five minutes got me going i'm yeah i already can't wait till next week one thing i have one other kind of crazy um thought i'm gonna throw i'm gonna float out there okay before we kind of sign off here yep um so i think that something and again i'm we're gonna need (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna need some fucking explanations and we might be jumping but um one thing that has just sort of come across my mind is what if it almost i almost like i think it's too much but 
I was going to say, what if um, Lady True... I was going to say, what if uh, Topher is like uh, is Adrian like reincarnated? Hmm. Only because, okay, and again, this is like, I, I don't even think this is true, but I was going to say it would be why he uh, was able to... So he's clearly very smart. Uh, he clearly is like very mature for his age, you know, dealing with like death and the funeral and like everything we've seen from him. And he inherently knew to build the same castle that Adrian was trapped in. And what if it was from like memories or a dream he had because the dream was reality. (sighs) (laughs) Wait, no. Okay. I'm, I'm following you. So do you think that was the castle that he was building? Like, so Dr. Manhattan is the one trapping him then? Cause I was pretty convinced that it was lady true somehow. So I think Dr. Manhattan trapped him. Okay. And then I, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I still think Cause like the because... biosphere thing, I feel like that has to yeah, be a, that's... a purpose. Cause she said she like recreated Vietnam. So I, I think that. I agree. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe it's like way more or something again. Maybe it was almost like the, you know, he knew he was going to get pinned for the squid thing. And so again, maybe it was like lady true kind of like playing her own dad at some point because she wanted to take over. But also, like how fucking know. how how deep do these ties go to Doctor Manhattan? I mean, clearly Angela knew, you know, knows him and knew him and has had had some involvement with him. So maybe, yeah, Lady True has too, and they kind of all worked it out together. And I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm fascinated. I'm really excited though. That was a brutal scene, though. That was sad when she hit cal yeah hit x cal a bar in the that's head that's a cool little metal the cool little like symbol though yeah that was I, awesome I, being like the chip or whatever yeah she they couldn't have like installed a button behind his ear or something she <laughs> yeah, had to right. fucking crack his skull open <laughs> that was intense though that was pretty good yeah oh do you know who is going to play dr manhattan like i wonder if it's gonna be the yeah, it's, actor it's who gonna played be cal. Him. yeah it'll okay. be him because okay. one in the preview for next episode, he still is the talking voice, and I is think it? Again, okay. And I think again, it comes back to the theory we tapped into about how the actor said he had to get into like really good shape for the role. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I okay. assume we'll be seeing him like at points. Sure. Well, yeah. Reddit strikes again with all these theories. I mean, that, that I think that was like the first episode, maybe second episode, where people kind of figured it out that. Cal was Dr. Manhattan, and there you go. And that Will was Hooded Justice, you know, like all these things. It's I do not know how people do it, but it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, that was cool. I'm I'm pumped. I'm excited to talk a little bit more about it in detail with with Chris on Tuesday. Yeah, hopefully. Um, so yeah, I think that'll pretty much wrap up our instant take here. Uh, I'm still kind of stunned. I wanna, I'm about to go dive deep into Reddit and reviews online. Um, so for now, uh, yeah, catch us on Tuesday or Wednesday release. Uh, we record Tuesday for the full discussion. Uh, I don't know. Chris is still iffy on if he's around, but he will definitely be sending his thoughts over. 
And I promise you, Garrett, I will have much more to dive into and talk about um, about this episode because it was pretty crazy. Um, and as always, check us out on Twitter. Uh, hit us up at Locked In Pod. Uh, please, especially about this episode, we want to know what you're thinking. Uh, find me at Blaze Hopkins. Find Garrett at Locked In with G, and find Chris at C Kinger13. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, please throw us a rating and review. It really helps. Um, and as always, people, just remember we're not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with us. Bye bye.